0: Welcome to another episode of Jamming with Jason. Hey, today we're going to talk about the fact that I like you just the way you are. You know, if nobody has told you that today, I want you to hear it directly from me, the horse. I I just like to say the horse's mouth. Anyway, but the fact is that I like you just the way you are. Now, I grew up uh, listening to Mr. Rogers, and that's kind of the impetus for what we're going to be talking about today, and uh, we're going to get into that more in this episode, so whatever you do, take a listen to the whole episode and make sure and share with your friends and family, and with that, let's roll that episode. Hi, I'm Jason Mefford, and you're in the right place to start transforming your career and life with this podcast. I've been in the trenches as an executive leader, and now I'm an executive coach and confidential advisor to executives all over the world. I use a multidisciplinary approach to improve learning that drives transformation by getting to the root cause in a practical, no-nonsense way. I love learning and sharing what makes people tick. You get both education and entertainment. Since learning shouldn't be boring, right? But that's enough about me. This podcast is a combination of intuitive leadership, neural influence, and mental mastery to take your career and life to levels you've never thought possible. If you're wanting to improve yourself, develop stronger relationships professionally and personally, make quicker, better decisions, and become a more effective leader, Then, of course, this podcast is for you because you are going to learn how to manage emotions in yourself and others, avoid burnout, stress, and anxiety, master your mind, get people to listen and take action, and become a lifelong learner. And when you do that, you will have a positive mental attitude, executive leadership presence, and the skills to know exactly what to say and do in any situation. I'm glad you're here. So, let's get started. All right. Well, hey, I am excited to be back here with you on the podcast today, again in another little solo episode, just you and me. Just you, me, and the fence post. My... (laughs) My dad used to say that to me. I don't know why that just popped into my head. But anyway, that's a little dadism. I'll try to throw more of those in there because my dad is a great man. I love him and uh, learned, learned a lot, have a lot of uh, little funny stories and things like that as well. But uh, let, let's get into to, to what I wanted to to talk with you about today. And that is um, a, a lot of time, most of the time, we're pretty hard on ourselves and, and um, we tell ourselves things that really aren't true. And I uh, j- recently, the last couple of weeks, uh, or let me back up. Whoop. All right, here we go. A couple weeks ago, um, I just had this thought pop into my head and I went over to LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on most of the other social platforms as well, but they, they have a new, a new option or newer option called a newsletter. And so I thought, you know what, I'm just going gonna, gonna to write an article and put out there as a newsletter on LinkedIn. It was something that I was thinking about. The, um, I grew up watching Mr. Rogers. That was probably my favorite show growing up. And, uh, and one of the things that he always used to say is, I like you just the way you are. Okay, that's one of the things that I remember and that I was taught. And so I just wrote a a random um, article on LinkedIn and put it out there. And much to my surprise, uh, almost 3000 people have signed up to start uh, receiving that uh, newsletter on LinkedIn, almost 3000 people in just a week or two. And so that got me thinking, you know what? This is obviously something that people want to hear a little bit more about. So let's do a whole podcast episode about it uh, because obviously that message is resonating with a lot of people. And I'm guessing that it probably is also going to resonate with you. You know, the fact that 3,000 people went, oops, sign me up. I want to hear, I want to hear more about that means you're probably one of those people too. And so here we go. Let's, let's, let's talk a little bit more. Uh, about that concept and uh, you know what, what you can do. So what I'll do too, is I, I, made, I made reference to the article um, on LinkedIn. So in the show notes, I'll put a link to that. Um, but what I've also done is I know that a lot of people aren't on LinkedIn, right? In fact, I, I use it for business, I'm on there for that, but I use other social media platforms much more. And the one thing that we know about social media is you can't find stuff, right? It's like you see something come through in your feed and then you want to go back and look at it later and you can't find it, right? Because the the platforms are putting all this other clickbait shit in your feed so that you'll click on that instead. So what I have done, um, one of the things that I did when we had redo the website here last couple months is I've been putting up. Um, A lot of these articles, all the podcasts, other things like that that I have. So, so that way you have one source where you can go and actually find it easier. So, I've also put um, a link to that newsletter on my website. I'll put that also in the show notes as well. Uh, But that way you can go out there directly. You just always know you can go to jasonmefford.com and, you know, there's the navigation bars and all that kind of stuff, or you can put forward slash posts and all of the individual uh, things that I've written and links to most of the videos are gonna be included as one of those posts. Now, the nice thing too, is you can also search and filter uh, on that page. So if there's a a specific term or you could go over there and type in Mr. Rogers and it's gonna filter out um, all of the different things that I've talked about uh, with him, or there's also a uh, kind of a filter where you can select the newsletters topic, and that's going to filter out just the things that I've tagged as being newsletters, things like this Uh, being uniquely you is what I'm actually calling the newsletter over on, um, on LinkedIn. So you'll probably hear me using that term a little bit more as well, uh, because like I said, a lot of people have been resonating with this. And, you know, as you listen to this episode, you're going to understand probably why this is resonating with so many people. It resonates with me, and as I said, it's probably going to resonate with you as well. So let me explain a little bit about you know why why I'm doing this. And actually, if you're if you're watching the video of of, of today's episode, you're going to see I'm wearing a red sweater. In fact, it's not just any old red sweater. Uh, it is a red sweater like Mr. Rogers used to, used to wear. And so again, I'm, I'm a nerd about him on my desk. You can see here, I've got this little, uh, folding tent card sort of thing that has different quotes from him. And, uh, on this one, it actually has a picture of him wearing a sweater like this. So yes, folks, I am that big of a nerd that I found a place on the internet who has licensed, uh, with Mr. Rogers, uh, trust or foundation or whatever it is, uh, to make, uh, sweaters like he wore and you can get them in the different colors as well. So today I'm wearing the red one. I have a blue one. I might order some other ones who knows. Right. But, but here in this, uh, you know, little reminder on my desk, he's, he's holding Daniel, uh, lion, which, I'll probably talk more about that in a future episode probably not today but we're we're going to get in and talk a little bit more about that probably too. But um uh, but on this, you know, the quote for the day that's up on my desk is you make each day a special day by just your being you. And so again, that really kind of goes along with what I what I want to talk about today that I like you just the way you are. Okay, so so let's get into this, because there's a couple of things that I wanted to share with you today. Um, so I already told you, I grew up watching Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood on TV, um, guessing that you probably did too. And there were a lot of, a lot of reasons why I really liked that show, you know, both for him, the energy that he put off, the way that he was teaching us something, um, but also the way that I felt right? And I'm sure that you probably, there's certain people that you know that when they talk, when you listen to them, you just feel safe. You feel loved, right? And and that was part of what, you know, Fred Rogers, Mr. Rogers told me, right? Um, and and he, he he taught me to be curious about life, right? Because he would bring in, I love the little episodes or parts of the episodes where he would take us to places like a crayon factory or other different things like that and actually show us, you know, some, some things about life that as a little child we would never know. And I just found those, those fabulous uh, in, in, in curious, right, which, which continues to live with me. But, you know, what's happened to me, I'm, I'm sure might have happened to you you know, I, I felt that love, I was curious, I was excited in all of these things that I was learning from Mr. Rogers as a child, but then I got to be an adult, right? And and as an adult, we're taught to be logical, practical, responsible, right? Uh, you know, and and this it reminds me of the song, the logical song from Supertramp, which is one of my favorite songs, right? Where they, where they say... Um, but then they sent me away to teach me how to be sensible logical oh responsible practical and they showed me a world where i could be so dependable oh clinical oh intellectual cynical and you know that's that's been my my training right is is growing up going to college getting you know postgraduate degrees I was taught to be very responsible, very practical, very clinical, very dependable, but the problem is that also means that I was taught to be cynical and intellectual. And so a lot of the th- the, the magic that we saw as children kind of goes away because we put it away, right? And we say, well, you know, it was good for when I was a kid, but now I'm an adult and I can't I can't do that anymore, right? And it reminds me of one of John John Mellencamp's songs, uh, you know, where he said, uh, you know, pretty much to the point that, you know, uh, <laughs> that, that, that when I, you know, grew up, I put away those childish things, but oh, if I could be like that again, you know, as, as I was as a child. And that really is kind of what uh what part of this episode is about is getting back to being more curious, being more authentic to like we were as an innocent child because honestly a lot of the bullshit that we that we do as adults um, hurts us and it actually hurts us in in much more ways than you would realize and we're going to talk a little bit about that today. So, why why this infatuation with Mr. Rogers? Well, as I said, as a little kid, I always kind of felt that way. Um, and it's because, again, of who he was. And, you know, a few years ago, there was a documentary movie called Won't You Be My Neighbor that came out in 2018. And uh, so I watched that, you know, really interesting, brought up a lot of, of feelings, again, of of uh you know that child listening to mr rogers but it also gave me a lot more of an appreciation for who he was as a man and what he was actually trying to do and then in 2019 the movie a beautiful day in the neighborhood came out and that's it's it's a it's a kind of a documentary but it's not you know it's 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 kind of a uh uh, it goes through his life in kind of a a documentary kind of way, but it takes some literary license as well. Right. And I've always loved Tom Hanks. I've always loved the, the movies that he's been in. Um, and just think, you know, he's, he's one of those guys that a lot of times you see on lists, like, uh, you know, the 10 most liked people in the world or something like that, right. Where he just seems to be, a really genuine person. I love, I love his acting style. I love the roles that he has played over the years. And so when I saw that he was playing Mr. Rogers, I thought, man, this is great, right? I, I, I love both of these guys. So I watched, I watched the movie again, a lot more appreciation, a lot more respect uh, for who Fred Rogers was as a man and what he was trying to do. But you know, when that movie came out, what was interesting is I saw a news article that popped up I can't remember if it was on social media or where it was but but this this news article said hey Tom Hanks and Fred Rogers are related and I thought oh well isn't that interesting so I click on it and I go out and I watch it and uh and what's interesting is you know uh, was able to go back and kind of find one of them I don't know if this is the one that I found to begin with but I think it's on CNN um that that I give on a link on the website but Part of the article said um, that Ancestry.com, you know, which is one of the DNA geology or geology <laughs> genealogy uh, websites, figured out that um, Tom Hanks and Fred Rogers are sixth cousins. Which I thought, well, that's kind of interesting, right? You know, I mean, if 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 you hang around long enough and you go back far enough, probably most of us are related in some way right? Uh, or at least a lot, a lot was. But here was the kicker for me. When it said their common ancestor was Johannes Meffert, their subsequent ancestors had the last name of Meffert. And in Mefford. and when I did that, I went, what the fuck? Hold it just a minute. Johannes Mefford, Is that the same Johannes Meffert that I am related to? Uh, Because my mother did a lot of genealogy um, before, and Johannes Meffert actually came over from Germany in the 17th century. Uh, It was around 1750-something, pre-revolutionary war, uh, that he and his father Andreas Meffert uh, came over from Germany. And so I went and (laughs) I looked up, and sure enough, it's the same Johannes Meffert, uh, which means I'm related to both of them. Now, big deal no big deal right doesn't really matter i mean it, it goes back far enough but it made me stop and 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 ponder huh well maybe that's one of the reasons too why i've had this affinity for both of these people because literally you go back far enough in generations we actually share some of the same blood if you will you know that's been passed down over the time and um, what's interesting is you know i still have that that family name mefford uh, is still my family name, right? Um, so anyway, found that interesting. But again, big deal, right? Who, who cares? It doesn't make me special or different than anybody else just because of that. But, you know, as I, as I kept thinking more about this and, and think about that, uh, a lot of the messages that Mr. Rogers was trying to give us as children, and he wasn't just giving it to children, okay? He was giving it to other people as well. So I think it's, it's very relevant still for us today because a lot of times we're told things like, you just don't look right. Uh, you're not really what we're looking for. You're too fat. You're too skinny. You're too loud. You're too quiet. You're too whatever, right? And I'm sure you've heard things like this, right? Or somebody says, I just wish you were more like Sally, or I wish you were more like John, right? It's like, that's a kick in the nuts when somebody does that to you, right? It's like, well, what's wrong with me, right? You know, I wish you'd grow up or you're not professional enough, right? And you hear people say this all of the time. Now, why does this affect us? And why do we need to... Remember things like you make each day a special day by just your being you. I like you just the way you are. Why is that so important for us? Because the rest of the world is trying to tell us that we're not good enough. You know, whatever you are, whatever you, you know, however you act, you just don't fit the mold, kid, right? And I'm here to tell you, my my friends, that's bullshit. That is bullshit. Okay. You are perfect just the way you are. Now that doesn't mean that we don't want to improve ourselves. Okay. It doesn't mean that we shouldn't, that we shouldn't uh, try to improve ourselves and become better. Right. But what it means is I don't have to pretend to be somebody else. Because as you know, as I've coached people and I've, I've trained and talked to people that I know both professionally and personally for many, many years now, right? Got a little white and gray in my beard going on here, is um, so much of the pain and the depression and the fear and the anxiety and all of these negative feelings that we don't want to feel come back typically to that. We're pretending or trying to be someone who we are not. OK, so how does that relate to us? What does that actually do to us? Well, <clears throat> if you've been listening to me for long enough, you know, I'm a little different. OK, I don't fit the mold of a lot of people that are out there. I think things that are different than other people. I, I, I'm a myth buster in some ways, right? Society or most people will tell you one thing, but as I thought about it in my life experience, that ain't, that ain't true, right? You're, you're being, you're being sold a line that really isn't true. But what it also does for us is it makes us feel worthless. It makes us hate ourselves because we wish we were somebody else, and you know the reason i'm bringing this up is you know now even more than ever this is a huge deal you look at social media about the influencers about all the, the people who want to be like these other celebrities they dress like them they they, they do the same things that they do right because they're trying to be the other person or they're trying to be what society expects you to be. And what I will tell you is if you go through your life trying to pretend and trying to become someone that someone else wants you to be, you're lying to yourself and you know it and you start hating on yourself because of that, right? I love people who are just authentic, unapologetically themselves. Now, let me let me give you some examples, maybe, right? Is there's certain people out there that just choose to be themselves, regardless of what other people might say, right? I love finding out about you know all of these you know different things that people do that that make them fascinating to me right some of the hobbies that people have some of the some of the things that they that they choose to do i mean take things like renaissance fairs i love going to renaissance fairs okay because <laughs> some of these people really get into this and i love it i love it right because they're just being themselves they like it. They found another group of people who like it. And it's okay to be you in those situations, right? And that's why it's so important for us to find groups or people that we can identify with. Not not for what we, you know, flashy kind of thing want to be, right? That goes back to that whole kind of imposter syndrome and the idea of trying to be somebody that you're not okay? Idolizing some celebrity and trying to look like and talk like and be like them. Well, you might think that that's going to get other people to like you, but it's not, okay? People like you because of who you are. People love you. People who really love you, love you for being who you are, right? But the problem is, so much of the time, we're told we have to be somebody else, but we don't. It's okay for us to be exactly the way we are. Now, some of those things that I told you before, right? uh, That that a lot of people say to us, you don't have the right look. You're just not what we're looking for, right? A lot of things like that are really code that people are telling you uh, something somewhat nice to your face. that are actually pretty damaging. So as an example, I've heard this in, in the corporate world, right? You're just not what we're looking for. Okay, now what does that mean to the person on the other side? Well, I've heard people say that to people because you know what? You don't fit the tall white male executive look that we're, we're looking for, we want in our organization, Right you're a minority, you're gay, you're overweight, you you are loud, you don't have the polish that we expect, right? That's what people will tell you because honestly, a lot of people want you to conform. They want you to be logical, practical, cynical, do exactly what they want you to do and only do what they want you to do. They want you to think a certain way. And that's why we get fed all of this stuff, especially on social media, you see this all over on social media, people trying to tell you who you should be and what you should do. Well, I'm here to tell you, just stop, 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 please stop. Okay. Because trying to go down that path of, you know, becoming who you think everyone else wants you to be will just lead to a bunch of unhappiness, to a lot of self-hate and other things that you don't need to go to and you, I don't want you to go to. So again, I'm here to tell you, you know what? Let your freak flag fly. I don't care how much you weigh. I don't care what you look like. I don't care what your political bent is, right? Just be you, be respectful, be kind, live your life and allow others to live their lives too, right? If people want to go to Renaissance fairs, let them go to Renaissance fairs. If, if you know, if if people have some, you know, again, if you like underwater basket weaving or whatever it is, right? I mean, again, this is unscripted. So I'm just like trying to come up with stuff off the top of my head, right? But just do and be, be, who you actually are, and have the courage to realize, you know what? Uh, You know, one of the reasons why we don't do that, why we don't do that is because we're afraid that other people won't like us. People don't like you already. (laughs) Okay? So who cares? Just be you. Now, what I will tell you will happen, and this, this happens all the time, if you are being you, some people aren't going to like you. But you know what? If you're not being you, some people still don't like you. So why why put up with the pain and the unhappiness and the fear and the everything else of trying to be somebody else when you know people aren't going to like you anyway? You might as well be happy, be who you are. People aren't going to like you anyway. But what it is going to do is the people who really love you, who really like you, they're going to love and like you that much more. Because now they can see who you are authentically. Okay. So, again, when I come on here, when I, when I play the guitar and when I sing or I do some of this other stuff, some people out there think, gosh, that Jason guy, his voice sucks. Right. He's not very good. Oh, did you notice he, he didn't play the right chord there? He made a little mistake. Well, I don't care, right? Because again, the people who actually love and care about me, they don't care. I like to sing. I like to play the guitar. I like to get on here and talk to you, right? Now, some people don't like that. They think I'm being stupid. Oh, you know, Jason, you know, you're, you forgot to shave today. Well, actually, I didn't, right? I'm looking nice on the video if you're watching the video. But there's always going to be somebody who isn't going to like what you're doing, who isn't going to agree with you. So you might as well do the things that you love and be the kind of person that you want to be. And, you know, unfortunately, there's Mr. Rogers died a long time ago. And, and I think that, again, the messages that he brought out, we still need today, right? I mean, and we can go back, we can watch, you know, prior episodes of him. Uh, we can see some of the quotes. There's people like me that might make reference to him, but we need to quit being adults. We need to learn how to play again and how to be kids. You know, if, if you stop and think about, and, and this happens so much of the time, When was the last time you were really happy? Okay, because there's a lot of adults that they have a lot of good memories as a child. Okay, if you had a healthy uh, childhood, you're probably going to go back and you have a lot of memories of being happy as a child, but how many memories do you have of being happy as an adult, right? A lot of the pressure and the other stuff that we deal with as being adults is sometimes we don't play. We don't have fun. We're not really happy because, you know, everything goes on with this and people are going to judge you regardless of what you do. So why not be authentic and genuine in who you are instead of trying to be somebody else that comes with all the guilt and shame and stress of pretending to be somebody that you're not, okay? So that's kind of my message today. And what I'm, again, here to tell you is, you know, just be yourself. Everybody else is already taken. That's one of my favorite Oscar Wilde quotes. Let me tell you that again. Be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. And what I'll tell you, too, is, you know what? If you're, if you're maybe a little afraid of being who you actually are, I understand that. I do understand that um, I've held back and I haven't said certain things because I'm afraid too, sometimes that people are going to judge me for what I say. Oh, Jason didn't say something that was politically correct. Right. He used the wrong word. His grammar wasn't quite right. Okay. And I'll tell you, this is one of the stupidest things, right? I don't know how often people will tell me that there's a spelling error in something that I did and I'm like really you listen to that hour-long training and all you could give me as feedback was you misspell the word on that slide I don't care I don't care right but you know again I, as I said I understand sometimes you're a little afraid to be who you really are because you think people aren't gonna aren't gonna like you Well, that's why, again, I'm here to tell you, I like you just the way you are. I promise, I like you just the way you are. I might not agree with you on everything, but that doesn't matter. I'm still gonna like you. I'm still gonna love you as a human being, regardless of who you really are. And honestly, I would much rather disagree with you, but have you be authentic and have you be honest in who you are because at least I know that you are happy, okay? And, and that's what I really want for the whole world. That's one of the reasons why, again, on a, on a lark, I just had that feeling and I sat down and wrote that and put that, that uh, news article out there. And like I said, 3,000 people in two weeks, can't be wrong. So I'm guessing that, that, that what we talked about today is also probably resonating with you. And as I think about a lot of the pain and the guilt and the shame that people feel, a lot of the imposter syndrome that people feel like being a fraud and somebody's going to find you out, it just causes way too much pain that none of us really need to experience in this life. So you're going to hear me talking more about being authentic, about how to feel more confident, about how to be more mindful and emotionally intelligent. Because these are things that really are the things in life that matter at the end of the day, because I'm going to be brutally honest with you, folks, we're all going to die. We are all going to die. There ain't no way out of this life, but through death. So are you going to live a life trying to pretend to be somebody that you're not full of a bunch of shoulda, woulda, couldas? So you come to the end of your life and you go, damn it, I wish I had done that. I wish I'd been a nicer person. I wish I had spent more time with my loved ones. I wish I had learned that other language. I wish I had traveled here, there, or the other place, right? Don't get to the end of your life and have a bunch of shoulda, woulda, couldas, right? Instead, be like one of the guys that I knew, Tom, who who did some mentoring for me when I was earlier in my career. He was towards the end of his career. And so, of course, I wanted to learn you know, what I could do. And I, and I remember asking him because he was close to retirement. I said, Tom, are there, are there any things you're looking forward to in retirement? And he said, you know, Jason, I've lived a really good life. I've done pretty much everything I want to do in life. So whatever I have left is just gravy extra gravy on the mashed potatoes. Right. And, and, and that really taught me, you know, again, that, and and I don't do this well all the time, but again, I'm, I'm working on it just like all of you are, that the more we can actually live each day to the fullest, don't wait to do those things. Don't wait to tell that person, I love you. Don't wait, right? Don't hold a grudge for years. Forgive, forgive and forget and move on. And don't let those things continue to hold you in some of those negative emotions and negative energy in your life. Because I don't want you to have regrets. I don't want to have regrets in my life. I don't want you to have regrets either. And that's, again, why I'm encouraging you. Just be yourself and know that even if nobody else in the world Even if nobody else in the world likes you, you can know that I like you. And what I promise you, it ain't just me. There's other people that are going to love and like you deeper and stronger than those other people who may be in your life right now that you end up letting go of when you become who you are. But it'll be worth it at the end of the day. So just be you. Just be uniquely you. And with that, I'm gonna wrap it up for this week. And I'll catch you on a next, on a future episode of Jamming with Jason. But again, know that I like you just the way you are, and have a great, great week. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Jamming with Jason. Keep on rocking in the audit world. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share with your friends and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know what you enjoyed the most about the podcast. And you may even be featured on a future episode. When you're ready to turbocharge your leadership development, join the briefing leadership program where you get access to everything in one place and can interact directly with me in the group. If you'd like to earn continuing professional education for listening to today's episode, head on over to Risk Academy's video on-demand learning platform at ondemand.criskacademy.com. Not only do you get a CPE certificate, but you will also have access to hundreds of video on-demand learning opportunities. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are that of the individuals and not of their respective organizations.